you having fun just staring from across the room you've got to stretch your stuff and i'll show you just what to do now you gotta dance gotta make your advance you gotta show you've got the guts i gotta move that'll make them swoop and it's called the two-step strut now dance with me Coming soon to a theater near you, it's The Equalizers, a weekly podcast for two idiots drop a cinema sibling in the lap of a perfectly content solo film. My name is Mike Noll, and I am joined, as always, by the sequel to my prequel, Madison Jones. Madison Jones, are you in good form? This is a good one. No. No, it wasn't. Yeah. What are you talking about? What are you What are you talking about? This I is absolutely hated one. this movie. You hated this movie? It was fucking awful. Michael. Madison, Michael. you don't have a longer version of your name. <laughs> you gotta go Madison. 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 You just gotta extend. Uh I thought it was pretty enjoyable as far as like movies of this this ilk, I guess, or this this sort of template or whatever. It's like just nothing happened. I thought the fighting was pretty good. I thought I think the story is like not really original. It's like Dune meets Star Wars meets Lord of the Rings. I'm not watching an 80s sci-fi adventure for, like, an original story. I'm talking about how the movie is 95%, well, we got to figure out how to get to that castle. And then once we get there, we'll be fine. Like, we're powerful enough to defeat the enemy. And then they have a whole middle bit. That There's the fucking blind seer, or that old-ass seer guy who... They spend a bunch of time finding him. He's like, we must go to the Emerald Castle. They spend a bunch of time going to the Emerald Castle. He's killed before they get there. And they go, well, better go find a totally different seer to help us. It's like that. There's like 30 minutes of this movie that could have just not happened. And yeah, that was like the lost. that was the weirdest part of the movie for me. Legitimately was the seer part. I thought the battle was fun in the forest that they had before the seer got mm-hmm. killed. Um, but yeah, that was fucking random as hell. It just kind of like maybe they like thought they had a set, but then like, oh, we can't get the Emerald Castle up. We gonna we gotta like rewrite the script real fast. Just, but it feels like somebody's D and D campaign, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, things that we've done already of this sort of template, I'd say is like sort of like Dune, the Last Starfighter. How dare you! That is, it is very similar in like the idea. And honestly, this was more interesting than Last Starfighter. How absolutely um, dare you? Yeah, no, because I mean, I I felt mm-hmm. like every fight scene was actually pretty good. Um, and I think that's what was really grounding me is that all the choreography for the fights was like pretty solid. I liked all of the costumes. I liked all the sets. Um, the, the characters themselves are pretty trash, except for um, Argo and the Cyclops with the heart of gold, the giant with a the, the giant with a giant heart. And then he I gets crushed I'm, between two walls. You're not wrong that the fights were at least interesting. But at that point, I need an actual movie to happen. I just sure. there was not I, I it's great that you enjoyed it. I'm not like it's wild that you enjoyed it because it was so empirically bad and I'm correct. I think it's I'm just saying like I think oh, yeah, because no. my top my tolerance of movies because we've watched a, everyone we've watched a lot of shit watched a lot of shit a lot of bad movies yeah. um, and I think it's because I'm comparing this most recently to Dune and compared to Dune this movie's pretty good the movie's at a faster clip than Dune at least just, yeah. they'll say that like I I found these movies equally intolerable but that's 
I don't know. I think I was just bored. And as we've been mm. doing th- this show for as long as we have, and I've watched so many bad movies, like I can forgive a movie for being bad. I can't forgive it for being boring. Like that's well, my you, didn't, you didn't find you didn't find the glaive the most coolest weapon oh, that has ever existed. I'll tell you what. I'll say this: the glaive would have been cool if it had been used more than one time at the end of the movie. Yeah, like the guy said, like, like Luke Skywalker a, got a lightsaber with ten minutes left in the movie. Luke actually doesn't use the lightsaber ever in the first Star Wars, but um, except to train. That can't be true, right? That's that's true. Um, I mean, Obi Wan yeah, technically the, right. Okay, well then, yeah, yeah, but still, like, you you are technically correct, which is the best kind of correct. It would be like if we didn't see lightsabers until Return of the Jedi. Sure, like, sure. Here's this really cool signature weapon for our franchise, and we're not going to use it until the very end. Yeah. I think, like, we talked about this a little before the show, but they call that thing a glaive. And yeah. I wish they would have called it something a little bit more unique than an actual weapon that does exist, right? Like, a glaive is something different. Just switch Um yeah, it's like I don't know. Let's let's look take a moment and come up with a cooler weapon than what they did. Like um I'll I'll try to go first. The glaive or the mysterious weapon could have been a spear that at the end of it it spins and there are like spikies. Like it's like little little tiny like flails. On the end, just like that are spinning in a bunch of motion. Like they're like, it's like a so fan. Kind of like a chainsaw. Yeah, like kind of like a chainsaw, but on a, on the end of a spear. Okay, you go now. What's your cool weapon? Uh, my cool you. weapon is two like hand axes mm-hmm. that he connects in the middle and then does like, he can start spinning them like almost like a like um, color guard team, how they spin rifles or flags hand over hand. Okay. But it gets faster and faster and faster until it's like a... Like a, um, also like airplane like propeller, but not like for flying purposes, but for slaughtering purposes. My next cool weapon is <laughs> a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, you know what? It's a belt that has different settings on it. And, um, it's called like the belt of like Osiris or something like that, but it's not that Osiris. It's like this world's Osiris. Gotcha. And, there are different buttons on it and they do different things, but they have to have different like gems they have to go get throughout the movie to put them into the belt. And only with the powers of all the gems combined, can they defeat crawl at the end? So like, I think one of the gems he presses in and it's just like a shockwave that goes like outward and like knocks people back. Another one is like a laser beam like that, like launches from his like crotch area into uh, like into like people um, and then another one is um, just a shield that like goes around him and all mm-hmm. his compatriots. Mine is the Animorphs helmet, but not the Animorphs from this world, the Animorphs from that world. Uh, yeah, it's a helmet course. where he puts it on and then when it closes, like the visor closes, his head turns into different animal heads. Oh, it's like a mini faces sort of situation mm-hmm. from He-Man. Um sure. My other one is the the John Mulaney cloak that just turns him into the actor John actor and comedian John Mulaney. Got it, got it. Question. Yeah. Is Argo an anamorph in this world? No, I think he has other magical powers, so not technically. I feel like an anamorph mm-hmm. would be if they only do the animal thing. Yeah, so all of those things would be cooler than what the glaive actually is. 
um, in the movie. I do want to talk about Argo a little bit. I was like, where have I seen this guy before? Where have I seen this man before? And it was like too. really, it was it was killing me. I'm just like, this kind of kind of reminds me of Steve Coogan, but it's it's not Steve Coogan because like it's way too this movie's way too old for it to be. And I'm just like, who the fuck is this guy? And he's the teacher from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Mm-hmm. Um, that is Charlie Bucket's teacher. I'm pretty sure it's Charlie. Like it is. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Who like is teaching math and like the doing the math for the chocolate bars on the on the chalkboard or whatever. And once I got that, it made the movie for me or like I was like instantly enjoying the movie more because it was just bothering me for so long. I uh, famously I have what I call celebdar. Like I'm just very good at picking out people's mm-hmm. like facing going, oh, it's that guy. Mm-hmm. Like from and naming another thing he's saying. So we were watching this and I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Charlie's teacher from Way Wonk in the Chocolate Factory. And I looked it up and I was <laughs> correct. But um, half, half half the time when you do that, it is Harry Dean Stanton, which is who's in every movie. Mm-hmm. So most famously, my my greatest celebrity trick was watching um, it was Mission Impossible Two very drunk mm-hmm. late at night mid conversation with Jackson looked at the screen for us one friend went oh hey that's Richard Roxburgh uh, the guy who played Moriarty in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen uh, oh, he was also okay. the, the Duke in Moulin Rouge he's Dracula and Van Helsing all this like yeah very drunk in the middle of a conversation I saw one from a, of a like a panning shot across an airplane cockpit oh hey that's Richard Roxburgh I've heard I think I referred to him or maybe I just did this in my head uh, when we were doing League uh, as diet brian cranston i think that's unkind but i'm not gonna fight you on it <laughs> anyway i also clocked him uh robbie coltrane is also in this movie hagrid from the harry potter movies most people will know him from who did uh, he play he's the bandit with the mustache and like the flat top haircut oh okay that was hagrid also from harry potter also Liam Neeson's in this movie <laughs> yeah i mean he's famously he's in this movie like he's uh yeah creditor when you look up crawl his name comes up pretty prominently when mm-hmm. people talk about it. it's like i didn't know he was in it um his only characteristic reason. is that he travels a lot and has many wives <laughs> he had that's a bunch the, of wives that, that's his only thing he does in the movie is he has a lot of wives and he travels a lot and that's basically it i don't think i saw him fight that much or saw him do i guess he was probably in those fight scenes but well, I don't want to talk about this movie anymore. Uh, do you have any bits? Because I I couldn't find any reviews that fit our what we like here at the Equalizers. Do you hear it coming, Mike? Do you hear yeah, it coming? I always. What do. do you hear? What do you hear? It sounds like a zeppelin uh, crashing into the earth. Oh, the humanity! <laughs> oh, the humanity! Oh, ah, ah, what's that? Math elephants on fire running across the oh, village. <laughs> Liquids everywhere. Uh, oh, the kachinga ding dings are burning. Ah. You, you just hear ding, 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 ding. Oh, no. Gone. And what's Gone. that? And what's that? As the fires go out, there's one stall left. Uh oh. An old favorite. It's time for more like this. Yes. Yes. It's been a while. I know. It's my favorite. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've had the energy to write a thing. It's been (laughs) six weeks since we did this bit. Hey, now. You're an all-star. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, it's okay. Medicine, you're in a safe place. You're safe. I'm you're safe. safe. I'm on the medicine. Hey, I want to ask, on the- on, it's that time of year again, and Spotify raps are coming out. Was Smash yes. Mouth your most listened to? It was not. I think <laughs> next week, I think next uh-huh. year, I think like it ends at a certain point. Because uh, gotcha. there's been a lot of stuff I've been listening to recently that didn't show up on my wrapped at okay. all. So I think, ask me that question next year, and I, I bet of- Smash Mouth will be there. I thought about it because the my most binged album was Pink Floyd's The Wall. Okay. Uh, and yeah. so it made me think, I bet Madison's Spotify rap is absolutely fucked. But okay. Welcome to More Like This. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a reminder, since it's been a while, is that um, I uh, am going to read three movie synopses uh, to Michael and to Michael. Don't like that. Um, of those three movie synopses, Two are actual movies. One is not a movie, uh, not not a real movie. One of them is that I wrote it myself. And these are um, movies that you might find in a more like this section of whatever movie we're doing that week. So these would be showed up on like Amazon's like you might also like after you watched Crawl or um, on Mm -hmm. IMDb's more like this section. So um, I'm going to read all three. Mike has to find the one that I wrote. Mike, are you ready? I'm ready. Is your core braced? Let me put my lifting belt on so I don't get a hernia. All right. Buckle, 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 buckle. Sit tight. All right, I'm ready. Squish. That's the that's the wet lock. Dude, that's the wet lock. I hate that. That's really funny. A wet lock is a real thing. Um, uh, God. Anyway, we're punchy today. At least yeah. I'm punchy. Just read the movies, Madison. <laughs> Somebody wants this to be over. <laughs> anyway. Okay. First movie, Jester of Jupiter. Okay. A fool for the Mad King of Jupiter is cast to the moon of Ganymede to be imprisoned for sleeping with his bride-to-be. The fool escapes and starts a plot to assassinate the king and free the tortured populace from the Mad King's reign. Okay. Movie number two. Red Sanja. Power hungry Queen Gedren captures the priestess guarding the talisman, a mystical orb that created and can destroy the world. But one of the priestesses escapes and seeks out her warrior sister, Red Sanja, to warn her about Gedren's plan for world domination. Okay. Mo- movie three. Mm-hmm. Mirror Mask. Helen is fed up with her parents' circus and desperately wants to get away. One day, she loses her temper and wishes her mother dead, and is mortified to see her cruel wish seemingly begin to come true. She realizes that she'd do anything to retract her curse, but instead finds herself thrown suddenly (laughs) into a surreal landscape that that turns beautiful, sinister, and scary. These were longer ones, so if you need me to read. No, I'm I'm okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I know Rit Sanja is a property that exists. I know it's like at least a comic book, I think. So I don't know if, if whether or not they made it a movie is a question. Interesting. Like I said, if you need me to reread, I can. No, no, it's I'm I'm toying with I'm I'm of two minds. I think Mirror Mask sounds like the one you would have made up. 
Also, because what you outread to me has absolutely nothing to do with the title of the movie. Like, it, none of that has anything to do with mirrors or masks. However, I can see you coming up with gesture, gesture of Jupiter just off of the alliteration or consonants, whichever the word is for when the consonant sounds uh, match. I'm going to lock in uh, mirror mask is the one you made up. Mirror mask? Yeah. Locked in? Yes. Ooh, so close. I'm sorry, Mike. It was gesture of Jupiter. Yeah. Um, gesture of Jupiter was the one that I made up. And I'm going to say um, I picked the most like I think like the part about writing that one that like almost tickled me the most is that I chose the moon of Jupiter gain Mende good Mende because like it Ganymede. Yeah. Um, I wonder when you you mispronounced it, and part of me thought like, "Well, that seems pretty suspicious." Like, or actually, it was the thing I was like, "Well, if Madison had picked like had written this, they probably would have known how to pronounce it." So that maybe threw me off a little bit. No, no, I me being an idiot is also one part of my plot, <laughs> part of my part of my sick twisted plot of of more like this. But but yes, maybe next time. I'm, uh, I don't know, man. Fun. I think you've got these down. I haven't won a more like this in a long time. I, I just keep getting stronger and stronger, but maybe yeah, my man. hubris will will uh, will run out, like beat yeah. me at some point. It's one of those where I don't want to start perusing more like these sections, like to get a, not to get a leg up. Like I want to look for more movies like the ones that I like, but I also am aware, especially if we're doing it for this, I'm like, oh, if Madison's going to do that bit, then I'm basically cheating at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then I have no bits, and that's the end of the carnival as it slowly smolders into dust. Um, but from the ashes, we see in the distance little sprouts of other stalls, uh, like rising from the ashes. For the record, this is for the record. This is not us announcing the end of most of Madison's bits. No, it isn't. No, they can never die. They just oh. re- re- reincarnate. Each I mean, there's as... there's one that I'd love if it stayed dead, but it's watery hmm. grave. And no, it's more of a, a a bit that I've abjured and chained up in a liquid vial in a watery grave, never to be drunk from again. Hmm. What am I drinking? No, uh, no, no, no. Okay, crawl two. Go. Thirty minutes. Start now. Go, 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 go. Just to give everyone a reminder, what we're doing for the month of December is. We are doing Christmas in space. So mm-hmm. we're taking sci-fi space movies, um, spot, like sci-fi fantasy movies set in space and making Christmas versions of them for mm-hmm. their sequels. So this week we decided to do Crawl. And I'm going to be honest, Mike. Yep. I only have one idea. Okay. What is that idea? It's just a last shot of the movie. And the glaive is the top of a Christmas tree. It is the star. <laughs> I, I watched this with a friend of the show, an Avenger, Jackson Eflin, and they decided to drink every time this was a Christmas movie. And as soon as the glaive showed up at the very, very beginning, I went, oh, Christmas star. Christmas so, star, yeah. I'm with you there. Uh, the phrase Krullmas is also one that I kept saying to yes. make myself laugh. Um, I don't have ideas. I have a bunch of puns. So I'll run through those and we can see if anything strikes your fancy. Take me to the pun hole. Ooh. Uh Kingdom of the Crystal Crawl. For <laughs> uh for balance, I did also the right Kingdom of the of the Crystal Crawl. Uh okay. Crawl Run, Crawl House, Crawl Monty, 
Sarah Plain and Crawl. <laughs> yeah, we should definitely do Sarah Plain and Tall, the I, like the prairie, the prairie like yeah. like sort of romance story. Oh man, um, I have one more that I don't know what we would do with this and how to make it Christmas, but it made me laugh a lot when I wrote it, and it's just Crowley. As in the movie Scully, starring Tom Hanks. Oh, I've never seen that, but I know what it... That's the one with the plane, right? Yeah, it's that, where he plays Captain Sully Sullenberger, okay. who landed a plane in the Hudson, saving all those people's yeah. lives. Um, that's the only other one or I had. You can when do I wrote Captain Scrollups. <laughs> you can do Captain Scrollups. That thing you crawl. Uh, you've got crawl. Yeah. yeah. Sleepless and uh, crawl. The crawl... The crawl <laughs> Crawl me if you can. Crawl- Chrome if you can. Uh, <laughs> oh man! Um, Turner and Crawl. Toy Crawl. Crawl story. Um, Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! Anyway, that's Stupid. literally all I had written down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because Crawl is just like a fun word. Yeah, like it is like it's not a good name for this movie. I don't think like it is. What's just, the name of the like, planet? Like it'd be like if the name of Star Wars Tatooine. Oh, I thought it was the name of the the enemy guy. What no, he's the beast. Name? The beast. Oh, yeah, I thought Crawl's the name of their was... world. Oh, okay. That's good because I guess that opens up my mind a little bit because it's like, how could they do like crawl mess or something like that? Like, why would mm-hmm. they do a? We could do like this is a made for TV Christmas special, like sort okay. of like the Star Wars Christmas sure. special, um, where because there's there's multiple like high fantasy things that like because i remember he-man did this at once where they celebrated christmas there's like a special christmas one where they were like rediscovering christmas um and it could be something like that or because the world is like starting again with the king and the queen now in place it's like oh can we this is the first this is the first crawl crawlness or we we don't have to call it crawlness but we could Um, um, there is an idea because they keep talking about a prophecy where their kid's going to rule the galaxy. You know, yeah. the king of kings born on a holy day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, Let's make this one real Jesus-y. We could make this real Jesus-y, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Following up on um, Mac and Me 2D6 and the Revelations dragon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, we're becoming more religious as the show goes on, mm-hmm. I think. Um, Kirk Cameron's going to be on next week, is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we could it, only if the Left Behind movies didn't have many sequels. Yeah. Um, oh Jesus! Um, literally. Um, <laughs> well, let's do I like this. That idea. <clears throat> I like that okay. idea, though. Um, okay, so we'll make it like their Messiah Child. Yeah. What if we do um, where it is the first mess or whatever and like this it's like the child is born and it is a big celebration like all the people that didn't die which so like four people are there for so four people are there mm-hmm. to celebrate in the king in the kingdom um the birth of the child um this will now be a high holiday for the kingdom for years to come and someone kidnaps the kid and there's like a new sinister plot and maybe we could make that like because uh, the idea of this child will rule the universe, like what if this child is corrupted? So a mm. dark presence 
captures him and tries to make him like the the um the child of the devil or something like that or or what's that like damien whatever it's called sure, like the antichrist right. i like that another option uh i know i am now pitching against myself we could do crawl alone <laughs> where they leave the planet and I, oops we left our kid behind he's the only person on the planet to protect it from burglars i don't <laughs> i don't think so sure <laughs> i'm gonna pass so um wow can't believe that you're passing on crawl alone I don't know you anymore. Yeah. Um, it's a Corolla for life. We can just do this forever. Yeah. I mean, miracle on 34th crawl. Um, yeah. So they, crawl I like the, the idea that, okay. <laughs> I like the idea that somebody kidnaps the godchild of crawl mm-hmm. to corrupt. This will be like an evil king. What if there's or, like a, um, like a cult, like a, a cult of the beast or something mm-hmm. like, um and it is a cult that enjoyed how they worship or they they were old like worshipers of the beast or something like that or like and they um are capturing the child because they envision him to be reborn he will be the beast reborn or something like hmm. that I don't know. Famously, I if, unless there's like a reason for it to be the old villain, I'm always a fan of doing something new and not like it's the beast again. I know it's not the beast specific. It's his, his cult. I wouldn't be opposed, especially if we're doing some kind of holiday thing of like bringing in something, maybe like a, a new, more specific villain for that. But let me go ahead and start our time now that we've hit on yeah, yeah, yeah. that seems like we, we like. Yeah. Whatever we do, like whatever the adventure is, mm-hmm. um, I want our Chronicles of Narnia um, do it um, about mm-hmm. halfway through the movie. A... Um, a mysterious bearded man um, shows up and gives them uh, gives them weapons um, or gives them okay. some sort of gifts um, halfway through um, this. It could be Saint Crawl or or something like that or Saint mm-hmm. something um, who hasn't been seen in nearly uh, in hundreds of years since like the beast took took forth. And now this is the first time he's been back uh, to give gifts to to the mm-hmm. world or whatever. Um, something like that. Um, is this like going to lead to some kind of reveal or is this a fun Santa Claus? It's just a fun riff. Santa Claus. Okay. Yeah. I want it, I want it to be somewhat Christmassy or something like yeah, I, I, I don't want it to be just like a movie set on Christmas or something like that. Right. I mean, in that case, I almost think we should maybe like because the idea of it being, oh, we're going to steal your child to corrupt them doesn't lend itself to Christmas unless the holiday itself. There's some kind of like the stars are in a specific perfect alignment. That's why we celebrate this holiday like this. And, but also what you don't know is that that makes, if you, I don't know, look at them without these special glasses, it turns you evil or whatever. I don't know. Sure. Like, but if it were, it has to be about Christmas, then I don't, we might need to tweak the premise because otherwise it's just going to be set at Christmas. Yeah. Well, it can't really be Christmas though, right? Like cuz there's no like Jesus or whatever. Like it is this world's version of Christmas, right? And like maybe sure. it is like maybe but there's we can like We also just call it Christmas and it could be a different thing entirely like Sure. There was a talk of um Sorry, I'm going to burp. Um and one something I did catch is they mm-hmm. they mentioned that this world has two sons. They have twin mm-hmm. sons. Um, so what if there is like 
when the twin suns are in the sky, like, or eclipse each other or something like that. And like, that mm-hmm. is like a special holiday when that happens, um, where mm-hmm. it, um, I just been thinking like tying into something that's going on in the world. And then like, when that happens, magic is the most like prevalent or something like that, or because somehow the magic is tied to this, this, this earth, this like natural event, but it is also a opportunity for whoever our villain is, which maybe we should decide. And that's what we should like focus on next. Um, Let's like, I, I feel like, like, yes, we should probably just figure out the villain and maybe what their plan is. Okay, so there's two options I see with, like, a Christmas movie in a way. Yeah. Is it some kind of, like, Krampus-style holiday-specific monster or enemy? Is it, like, the Grinch, who is somebody who is against the holiday for whatever reason and mm-hmm. is trying to ruin or stop or whatever? Or is it – I'm going to say Home Alone, but more of are they taking advantage of the trappings of a holiday? to perpetuate a crime or a scheme or a plot. Like I think it's the latter. So the hol- so it is some kind of villain who is not affiliated with whatever this holiday is that mm-hmm. is using the like, oh, everybody goes out for, you know, a midnight like they camp out at midnight in this one like grove of the woods every year on this date. We can use that because there's less security there or we could break into the castle at that point. Like that kind of Yeah, idea, yeah. Right. I, I, I think it does need to be because what I imagine, like, why this is Christmas, it's because it is, we talked about at the beginning, like, it's celebrating the birth of, like, this child that will rule the galaxy, right? I think mm-hmm. that's what they said, or rule the universe, right? So I think that's, like, part of it. I think that needs to be part of it somehow. Um, sure. But um, that's why I imagine, like, maybe whoever sneaks in, maybe whoever sneaks in, is trying to capture him or capture some sort of like relic or something that is going to complete the ceremony of like, or something like that. You know, like I like the burg. I, I kind of like the burglar angle. Like it's kind of sure. funny. These people are like going around. I don't know if they should be like very dark and nefarious or if no, they should be. So. Curl doesn't um, seem like if, or if they are, none of the rest of the movie is like, yeah, the beast ostensibly was very dark and nefarious, but that wasn't much yeah. of a movie. Another question then to ask, we talked about if if we're not going to have them kidnapping the kid, could that kid have already grown up and die? This could be like generations later. Seems mm-hmm. weird that the holiday would be going on while he's alive. Maybe. Because I, I, I keep thinking of it as like a made for TV Christmas special. So it's like, oh, the people are there or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. No, that's but, um, Okay, so the date is, let's just do it's the date he was born. Uh, okay. Because ostensibly, that's what Christmas is. I know there's a lot more to unpack with pagan holidays and things, but the Christian sure. Christmas is supposedly the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ. So this yeah. is the he's celebrating the day he was born. Um, it's become a big holiday. We can name it at the end. But what do they they want? Are they kidnapping a kid? Are they trying to steal some kind of like, as you said, relic, uh, just treasure? something that he stole from them is that they're trying to get it back like what's yeah that's what i'm thinking like i like the idea that there's like this huge holiday like it's this it's this huge holiday and most of like there's this huge celebration in like a field like you said or something like Mm -hmm. that like 
where I guess because like we never we never really got an idea of like how many people are on Kroll like or like because we only saw the people that we saw right like mm-hmm. I'm thinking that there's like a huge festival or something to celebrate this and then the king queen and the child's gonna be there maybe it's the child's first birthday or something like that I don't know mm-hmm. um and then my idea we open on generations later and it's some kid like i don't know why we celebrate yeah bimble tops and they're like well son let me tell you the story it goes all the way back to my great great grandfather and we back to then all the people from crawl and then it can be like but why do we top the honorary shrub with molasses well because you haven't let me get to that part of the story and it's like he poured molasses on the shrub, so when they tried to jump out the window to escape, they stuck to the shrub. Like, whatever. Like, it becomes, like, how all these weird yeah, 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 holiday yeah. tidbits became the... What if we introduce a new character that is, like, the Santa Claus of this world, and this sure. is an origin story of the Santa Claus? Um, yeah, he's the guy who broke in. He's trying to steal whatever. He, like, yes, sees the air yes. ways and becomes the Santa Claus of this world. That's really fun. So, um, what if... Um, so they're, cel- they're it's like this festival. They're celebrating the birth of the kid in the conjunction of the sons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's all tied together in this one moment. And this band of thieves are masquerading as nobles, right? Mm-hmm. To go into this festival to just pilfer like Ooh. valuables and stuff because wherever they are in the world or whatever they've done, they've been like ousted by their own, like their own communities or something like that. And they don't see much worth in the new King and queen and their, in their kid. Right. Right. I mean, it's, um, a, it's the perfect time to just rob people. Like it's a, yeah. a celebration where nobody's really paying attention to who's coming and going. Everybody's partying all the time. So nobody's really paying attention etc we could say that the one guy maybe like notices that you know the the guy who's now the marshal um i don't remember anyone's name that's fine we'll just call him marshal or the marshal yeah the marshal guy who was the prisoner in the first movie (laughs) he uh maybe he notices them or maybe they're old friends or something like maybe they they know each Mm. other from a past life and he could be like Oh, I'm so glad to see you here. So good to see that you're doing well. And it's like, oh yes, after the new king like took forth, I I um went back home and invested in my community, or like you know, or like I I, I started a a successful fishing like mm-hmm. thing, or you know, like. But he's really a thief who's there to just rob things, like you know, sure. and and maybe there's like some crown jewels or something like that or like some something like that i don't know maybe the medallion the king's medallion uh, or they're something. having like some kind of silver jeweled crown made for the son yeah for his first birthday or whatever and it's like we're going to steal that yeah yeah i just got a dumb idea you know yeah, there's like fruit it. cake yeah. fruit cake and stuff they have glaive cake and it's cake that is like shaped like a pinwheel or something like or glaive cookies or something yeah. like that as like glaive a celebration cookies. yeah jesus um yeah well i mean that's a thing glaive cookies exist now yeah what is so ginger glaive <laughs> um does the thief have some kind of 
cool special um, weapon or tool or whatever. Like, because it's a Kroll sequel. We need to have some kind of neato tool or, or whatever weapon. What if it's something like, um, so I watched The Princess Switched 3 mm-hmm. recently, and I can't get this idea of, and I guess these are things that really exist, but the character of Fiona was wearing this like golden like skeleton glove thing that mm-hmm. like wasn't a glove it just was a piece of jewelry that went over her fingers as well that extended mm-hmm. from her wrist what if it's something that looks like that mm-hmm. um and it is um i think about like sticky fingers it is actually like similar to how the glaive works but just in a very small form it can like just swipe things like or like pull things from a distance like to mm. to his hand um and that's how he sort of like pilfers things so it's kind of like a weapon and maybe he uh, can like reverse its like pulse to like push things away too it's kind so of it's like iron man yeah, it's, yeah sort of um i was thinking of the half-life gun sort of too like you can pull things and shoot it away um then I also want to add each fingertip has a, a lock pick in it that like pops out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's how he steals things. He gets close enough and then just like whoops, whoops them up into his hand and pockets yeah. them or whatever. Um, just, maybe it shrinks them down too. So you can like hide sure. them in like the glove. I don't know. I'm thinking now in grand scheme of how Santa would his... get all sorts of presents to people yes. or whatever. Absolutely. So the yeah. The glove yeah. like will shrink things down. But it's the way he can like palm like, you know, a big bag of gold quickly. It's like it shrinks down and then it's like hidden in his sleeve or something. What if it could also make him fly? Like if he aims it down, it like makes him hover. Like, you know, like and he does this like weird like. I would normally be with you. I think that that robs us of some kind of sleigh with reindeer or some other fashion of sure. transport to come up with. I also like the idea that he's just Iron Man now. And now maybe he has some stuff on his boots and like he flies around the country and like delivers gifts out of his like sleeves. Yeah, I'm um, going to pass on that one. Okay. But yeah, yeah, we should have some sort of reindeer thing. Um, or slay let's we have 15 um, minutes let's continue with the plot of the movie now that we have a villain and i think maybe in the plotting of it we might come up with an idea for i mean yeah. flame flame mares what was the fucking fire horses that could run a thousand leagues in sure. a day or something yeah he could just have some of those as well at some point yeah so let's say like this guy um let's name him uh mm-hmm. let's give him like do we do we think his name is like nick or like do we think his name is like it's Nick, but it's spelled K N I C or K N I Q. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they call him Nick. They call him Nicky. Uh, the only thing I was going to say was now his Santa persona. Like over time, a lot of his name got lost, and no one knows who he is. So now he's just Q Anon. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! <sighs> Funny. Anyway, um, I'm going to pass. Yeah, uh, I also pass. I was going to say like, so he comes in here. Um, it's his grand idea to get these him and his team in. But we do the classic thing of like on his team, there's a guy who's a little bit more brutal and has like some sort of some sort of ne- more nefarious plot. And maybe we marry the ideas that we've been talking about. And one of these guys is like, oh, I'm going to steal the kid and you mm-hmm. hold him for a ransom. Right. Um, but Nick isn't like about this or anything like that. And he's like, no, what are you doing? This isn't why we're here. Um, we're here just to pilfer, um, spoons and spoons and bracelets, not kidnap a whole and a crown and a crown. We're not here to hold a, uh, like capture a whole human being. Um, 
but this guy um who maybe also has a cool weapon of some sort maybe he has like a like a like a stun gun or something or like or some sort of like i don't know i was thinking of like a gun of some sort like sure that the crawl the crawl soldiers had right um oh, right. um and i just like some kind of cool weapon like a taser like a taser or something like that um in like it's like sorry that's not the uh, the plans changed and then mm-hmm. you see uh you see all the other guys that are part of the crew who were more loyal to the bad bad guy right and mm-hmm. there's like oh you used me you used me just to come in here so you could steal the 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 would-be king or whatever the mm-hmm. the the heir to the throne and he's like sorry and then like he blasts him away and he's not dead but he's just like knocked out of a window or knocked out or something um and he helps the king like maybe the king and the marshal find our mm-hmm. saint nicholas guy and the saint nicholas guy helps them um get the sun back right mm-hmm. um we're obviously we're it sounds like we're making this a pretty light plot tv movie where most of the heavy lifting is figuring out how to seed in suit, uh, santa claus tropes mm-hmm. So, like, what is the... How do we get to the part where he gives out gifts now? Yeah, yeah. Does... When they get to um, where they're keeping the the sun, do they have just, like, a huge hoard of treasure there, and he, like, disperses it to the people at the... Like, the poor people at the festival, or... I think so. Yeah, I think that's probably a good good bit. Like, well, we could come up with something else. Like, maybe there's, like, he has a good hoard of food or something like that, or a... Something like that. I'm thinking of like, I'm trying to think of like Grinch, like how the Grinch ended because he brings the gifts back, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of like if there's anything else. I think maybe just the horde of gifts, right? Or like the horde of things that they pilfered. We could maybe have that like the king and queen were going to give out gifts for their son's birthday and those got stolen as well. What if it is um, that the king and queen were going to give out like some sort of like gold or like gifts, like you said, Um and the guard was going to distribute them um, at the end of the night, but this delayed everything. I'm not sure we're going to have enough time before the conjunction of the the suns is over, mm-hmm. right? Like, thus the holiday is ceremoniously ruined, right? And then um, our Saint Nick person's like, "I'll help you get them. I'll 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 get them to everyone in time, and you know, like he rides one of the mare horses, the fire horses or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I forget what they called them. What were they called? Like fire mares or something like that. Yeah, the he uh the fire mares. Um, he has a whole sleigh, and he like is going around the whole festival and like giving them out, like um going down their chimneys or like maybe because he has his like magic glove or his. Mm-hmm. his repellent glove he can like quickly launch them into people's like homes or down people's chimneys or into tents or something and this is the ceremony that is like represents oh who this santa claus figure is mm-hmm. um and thus the king gives him um a pack of fire mares right mm-hmm. and th- those are his reindeer that are of the myth right mm-hmm then what do we call our Santa figure? Yeah. Because there's like the thief, like in the, like in the lore and the story, he was a thief and now he gives out presents, which is still kind of fun. I like the idea of like 
but we don't have a fireplace. Oh, that's all right. He always gets in. That's like he has the glove. He like picks locks. He gets in if he has yeah. however he can. Basically, he breaks yeah. into your house to leave you presents. Which, I mean, Santa Austin yeah. does to some extent. I'm thinking it's thief something. The um, the gentle thief. My thinking because we talked about the suns, you know, eclipsing each other. And one, I just want to work on the fact that I came up with the joke of the Krolstis. Um, yeah. But maybe that has something to do with, like, it snows. Like, once the one sun's behind the other, it's finally cool enough on Crawl that it snows or whatever. Um, yeah. Just to give it a, some more tropes. So maybe it's, like, the Solstice Thief or um, the King's Thief. The King's Thief. That's pretty good. I like that. The The Giving Thief. The Giving Thief isn't bad either. The Giving Thief. What is something maybe, like, he collects... Because, like, the idea of a thief, like, maybe he does take something from the home. Like, it's like, if you leave uh, out milk and cookies or something like that, you know, like, so if you leave out just a a few shillings, like, nothing, like, nothing big, nothing major. Right? As long as you leave something to give, he will, he will give you something. Um, um, I maybe, have an idea. Like, or maybe it's, like, trinkets or, like, little baubles. It's, like, give him a bobble and he'll, like take that um let's do this i like that idea it's something that you have made so it doesn't yeah. have to be good like you have to do your best yeah. but what you do is you he won't leave there's one way he'll leave you presents if you leave it out a bobble that you made but you also have to leave out your most valuable item as like a trust so like if it's like a family it's like the one thing we have that's valuable is this like silver plate you leave that out and you leave out something that you've made and it can be shitty but as long as you made it he'll take the yeah. trinket and leave gifts but if you don't leave out something valuable he might steal that from you or he won't leave it yes gifts. yeah that's very good and it's the magic of the generosity that you've given is what powers the holiday right Boom, like powers yeah <laughs> we should write worlds we should we should be gods and develop religions Mike, we're too stupid Michael. i mean look back at when we're so stupid we're genius Look at the one world we sort of have created on this podcast, and it involves Andy Daly as the thing overtaking Napa the Vegeta and the board games Jumanji's Athura and Fjord Sphere. But it all makes sense. It all Stan makes sense. Stan Lee is canonically God. Yes. Uh, uh, a no longer empowered God because, right, an, because, android, uh-huh. because an android took over his, his, his role and created a new heaven. We have six minutes. Let's do quickly two... Sure holiday tropes for this holiday we don't have to we can fit them into the, the plot of the movie if we want but also just like you know a like christmas tree or others you know what i mean like the the things that it's like oh we always do this on christmas like that's just part of the holiday observance um like stockings you know you hang mm-hmm. from your fireplace or um you don't hang stockings but you hang um you hang like static things of the hand thing mm-hmm. you know and there's like different fingers and you hang mm. You hang ornaments from that above the fireplace on each of the fingers. Um, maybe that's where you leave the gifts for him. That's what I was I would say maybe he, he'll leave the, his, like you put your gift there, the trinket, mm-hmm. and he'll leave a gift in the, the hand if you, yeah. in its place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very good. It's very, very good. good. Maybe like something like, um, what's the dish that everyone eats? Or like something like that. I mean, glaive cakes or glaive cakes. Right, glaive cookies. cookies, obviously. I mean, we could be like, be like it's, super pheasant or whatever like i don't know it's like it's crawl we can just make up some dumb animal i don't know why it's taking forever snake badger meat so it's we don't it doesn't have to be um the food but like uh let me 
process to you. This is the mm-hmm. only time it really snows or like this is the start of the snowy season. So like, you know, like people make snowmen or like snow angels or like something like that. Like what is like maybe something they make? So I also think we're focusing a lot on the Santa Claus character. It is ostensibly a holiday about the king of the yeah. galaxy. So yeah. maybe something to do with his part of the track. When they captured him, he was only he started, like they only fed him gooseberries or whatever because that's something oh, that was in yeah. the first movie. It was like we always whatever dish we make, it's always a gooseberry pie or casserole or stew mm-hmm. or whatever, like yeah, uh, something like that in honor of the king, the king who was kidnapped, etc. Um, goose eggs, goose eggs, goose. Just in general, it all ties into Christmas goose as well. Yeah. So gooseberries, goose or gooseberries, geese, goose eggs, etc. Like okay. that's the me- the main meal of the holiday. As you gather okay. around the the hearth hand and craft a trinket for the king's thief. Yeah. Uh, last thing we have three minutes. What do we call the holiday itself? Um, king's Day. King's Day. Um, I like some with the solstice. Like I definitely like that conjunction of the sun or. The sun solstice. Sunday. Sunday. And it's spelled S-O-N mm-hmm. day. The but sun's do you spell day. D-U-Y? I mean, we could also go fantasy. The day of one sun or... Uh, it's one sun. Like one sun. One, one sun? sun is coming up. It's it's one sun is coming up. I don't know. I like so, something like the, the conjunction solstice or like something like that or like the... Um, I'm not opposed to that. There will be there is a shorthand name though. Like nobody's gonna for yes. generations be like, oh yes, the conjunction solstice, my favorite holiday. <clears throat> Glavemas. Glavemas. I mean glaive the glaive isn't even really a part of this narrative. No, it isn't. At this point. Like the king's solstice or the king's day or um They just call it King's Soul then. And it's like The King's Soul. We're celebrating King's Soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> Something I wanna do because we have Maybe a little, like, two mm-hmm. minutes or something. Sure. Uh, who plays... Uh, what's that, What's an actor that we can play the... From 1983 the, or thereabouts? Yeah, yeah. We get someone big and, like, this is the first thing that they were in. Right. So, Harrison Ford. So, we're looking so, for actors who are in there who are just about 70 years old right now. I know we've used Harrison Ford kind of recently in Great Gatsby and Patrick Stewart. I know we've used a few times, so I don't know about like, yeah. But I'd say like if we're going for like an idea of like this was this person's first thing or like one of his their first things. Al Pacino like, is uh, in the general age range. I mean Liam Neeson's sixty nine, so somewhere around seventy. Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis would be fun. Robert Redford would kind of fit in the like, wow, that's the first thing he did. Yeah. Richard Dreyfus, Nicholas Cage, Tom Bergeron. <laughs> Tom Bergeron <laughs> would be really fun. That'd be really funny. Oh, God. I don't know. You decide. You always tell me, especially when we get to like the titles or things like that, and we can't decide. I always pick. So you decide. I'm thinking like Judd Ness- Nelson from The or... Breakfast Club. Yeah, yeah. Or Emilio Estevez. Jesus. Sorry, I know I'm taking forever. I just... So I'm going to give you about another minute, and then I'm going to make you pick a name. Okay. Matthew Broderick. Corey Feldman. <laughs> it's going to be Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe, all right. 
Garoppolo. Coming out of doing, nowhere right at the last second. Doing his best English accent, Garoppolo. What do we call it? The movie. Yeah, we need that too, don't we? Um, to all a good crawl. <laughs> crawl all the way. It's beginning to look a lot like crawlness. Oh, a Christmas crawl. A Christmas crawl. No, I'm going for a Christmas carol. A Christmas crawl. A Christmas crawl. That's fine. That's cool with me. <laughs> I mean, we can also call it the Crawl TV Christmas Spectacular or something like that. It's, it's On the origin TV. of King Soul. Oh my god. <laughs> I think it should be like a very Christmas crawl or something like that. So um, I think I'm kind of leaning towards the idea of if we're doing this like a st- like the Star Wars Christmas special, it's like the Crawl Christmas TV Spectacular or something like that. Yeah, so yeah, that. Yeah, I think it should be something like that. I'll let you choose in the end, like because you're sure. you're editing this one. Um, so like. I'm good with any of those options. I I do like the idea of the um, the sitcom, like the or like or sorry, not the sitcom, the TV very Christmas special or something like the okay. yeah. Um, then we'll go with uh, the crawl TV Christmas special, okay, uh, featuring Rob Lowe, <laughs> featuring Rob Lowe, yes, <laughs> hell yeah. All right, well, uh, did we do it? We did it. If we did it, that's credits on another episode of The Equalizers. Madison Jones, tell them before they can find us. People can find us on Podbean, Stitcher, <clears throat> iTunes, Spotify, and everywhere else podcasts are found by searching The Equalizers, including yeah. you can also find us in the bottom of your candy dish that your grandma keeps those kind of taffy-ish candies with the Christmas trees on them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. They're in there. You can contact us on Facebook and Twitter at The Equalizers. You can get in contact with us on Facebook and Twitter. You can always get in contact with us with, on Facebook and Twitter at The Equalizers. Our Gmail is equalizers at gmail.com. And we have an Instagram. It is the underscore equalizers. And as always, we spell it E-Q-U-E-L-I-Z-E-R-S like in sequel. Ho, 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 like in sequel. Oh, no. That's the first dread sounds of Madison Claus returning. Uh, special thanks to our theme song. Special thanks for our theme song to Step Strut and Go to the Banana Boys. You can find their debut album on, inter- on internet. Just Twitter, oh, Instagram, internet. everywhere. B-O-I-E-S, like in oh, yes. My, sorry, my brain is dying. Just go and find them. It's a good album. Check it out. Madison, what are we doing next time? Doing Valerian. Valerian and the Thousand World Spaceship. The only only reason I'll watch this movie again is if we can make a horrible Christmas sequel to it. So, um, I saw this a while ago, and I remember being very underwhelmed, but not hating it. So we'll see if that changes. It's wild. It's very wild. (laughs) Um, I already have an idea for it, um, but we'll get to that next week. So... Right. Um, well, tune in next week then for Madison's idea for Valerian and the ship of a thousand planet worlds in space. <laughs> yep. That's so, right. for the Equalizers, I'm Madison Jones. I'm Mike Knoll, to be continued. First, take your favorite leg and then you kick it up to your chest. And then you pump your open palms and then you really start breaking a sweat. That's all there is, that's really it. You barely even gotta move your butt. Come on, man, now follow my lead, and we'll do the two steps. Come on, dance with me.
Mm-hmm. <laughs>